welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto, and today we're going to talk about getting visible. Now, (laughs) I don't really batch podcasts anymore, so a lot of these topics I come up with are because of what I'm dealing with and because what what I'm dealing with on, on sales calls, like what I'm hearing from people. And so I'm, you know, spitting that back out to you. So use this as market research, if you will. But it seems like a lot of businesses right now in 2023 really care about getting visible. They really, really care about that. They're not so much focused on masterminds and programs that may not necessarily bring ROI. Visibility is the name of the game and they're aware of it and they want it. So that's what I've been hearing a lot. (laughs) So with that being said, I agree. And I, I mean, getting visible has always been like one of our core values. It's in our mission statement. Marketing is about visibility. If we really break it down, it's about getting your brand out there and in front of other people. So I'm just going to call it the name of the game this year is not just business growth. (laughs) It's also sustainability. It's also visibility. So the thing with visibility is that it's usually tied to vanity metrics like followers. But one thing I stand by is quality over quantity. A big number is great, but let's be real. It's really not enough to get views on reels It's or like TikTok. It's more impactful to have followers who absorb your content and enter what I like to call the middle of funnel, where you can nurture those people through email efforts, through podcast episodes, all of those things. So let's back up for a second and let's let's talk about this. So views on reels, why I don't think that's enough anymore because those people may not necessarily be following you. So it becomes about followers again. And I know in the past I've said followers don't matter. It's you know, That's a vanity metric. To an extent, yes, it is. You can have 12,000 people following you, but let's just say you're only getting a couple likes on your posts. That's not a very engaged following. It's more impactful to have an engaged following. So we go back to things like engagement rate, which engagement rate is how many followers you have divided by how many people are engaging your content times 100. I might have gotten that wrong because guys, I'm really bad at math and I have spreadsheets that do all this for me. So look that up if you want the exact formula or download our metrics mothership link in show notes. Didn't mean to put that there, but like it just makes sense. (laughs) And you can get those numbers. So uh, this is where the talk of customer journey comes into play, because if we're talking about middle of funnel, if we're talking about really nurturing your audience, how do you do that? Now let's talk about the customer journey. So it's something that has been around forever. It's like marketing one-on-one, customer journey, buyer journey. It's still relevant. There's so many people out there, I think, just trying to make their way in marketing or just in general, trying to sell you or showcase like these curveball ideas about marketing and and all of that (laughs) which is fine if that's what gets your audience's attention because you're a marketer cool I'm happy for you but at the end of the day I guarantee what you're delivering is still something along the lines of this customer journey the concept remains no matter the introduction of new marketing platforms the customer journey is there people still have to go through so so let's let me break it down this way as humans we still need time to know, like, and trust before we make big decisions. Blanket statement right there. And like, let me break that down. So an example of this, 
before most people get married, most, they're engaged. Before they're engaged to be married, they are dating. I just don't know many people who meet someone and the next day decide to get married. Like that doesn't typically, it doesn't typically work that way. Sometimes it does. If it works out for them, they're an anomaly. (laughs) They're an anomaly. Another way to think about this is before most people have a best friend, they have a friend they've hung out with enough times to open up to them where they've learned more about them, they've found compatibility, and now they're best friends. They do everything together. But that doesn't tip healthily, does not happen on like the first time you meet someone. Before we make big investments with something, we might ask our friends about it. We are probably going to follow those that business or that, that person on social media for a long time. And we're going to resonate with that content and we're going to absorb that content. We might even get on a sales call. We might purchase as soon as a deal is presented it all depends on buyer types too which we're not going to get into buyer types in this episode but like if we're going to talk about it real quick I am the buyer type that typically converts higher when there's a deal (laughs) I like my discounts what can I say I worked in retail once which gives you a whole perspective on cost it's like mind-blowing but anyways the make or break of any of these scenarios I just went over is usually never that first interaction And I'm not like judging you if you're that type of person who got married after you met someone day one. It's fine. But typically speaking, that's not when, that's not typically when those conversions take place. The conversions take place through and after various touch points, which happen between the introduction, I'm going to call that A, and the close, I'm going to call that B. Somewhere between A and B is this messy middle and most businesses miss the mark in that middle and this my friends this is where you have more of an opportunity to create an impact this is where you can get really creative with your business and the experience this is where the between the a and b is where people fall in love with you truly like think about every scenario i just came up with like that is where this happens So how this customer journey happens, how you cultivate a strong middle of funnel strategy is entirely up to you as a brand. Some very basic examples that don't go deeper than just surface level because every business is unique and it's really hard for me to come up with those things on the fly and I'm not going to like divulge all my secrets, (laughs) but how you can do this, how you can cultivate a really strong middle of funnel strategy is through things like email funnels, targeted organic social media posts, strategic podcast episodes, social proof, ad retargeting, all of these things then have that very creative component to it that make people fall in love with you. This is where brand messaging comes into play. This is where creative campaign play comes into play. Play, play, play. Customer journeys and middle of funnel strategies are our jam. Like, this is where we love to have the most amount of fun. And, uh, yep, here we go. This is what we focus on in our 90-day planning service. So, I want to talk about it a little bit for a second because I get questions every now and then. And I know that this episode really is priming for, like, that, exactly what we do. And, like, obviously, we offer this service for a reason. It's so impactful. It really helps you identify where you can really wow people, make them fall in love with you in the middle of the funnel. Honestly, with all of our clients, we do a lot of focus on middle of funnel strategies. So 
I'm just going to kind of explain how it works. First things first, you download us into your business. You share your goals, your dreams, your metrics with us. Then we get on a call. And in this call, we come to the table with really unique and creative ideas and logistical breakouts of how we can get you to your goals and dreams, realistically. (laughs) And then after our call, our team has a massive think tank session where we take those ideas and we take them to the next step and we task them out over the course of 90 days. You approve and then we implement them into your task management system or we create one for you. And this is to really hold you accountable. So from there, we check in with you once per month for three months, you and or your team, and we from there further act as your accountability partner. And by the end of the 90 days, you're making massive leaps and strides towards your brand visibility and goals. So who is this for? You might be thinking, is this for me? (laughs) It's for solopreneurs who either have five to six hours per week to dedicate to their business or are moving towards growing a team or entrepreneurs and businesses with dedicated support (laughs) to seek out long-term tasks. Do you uh, think you might kind of fit both of those, one of those? We also offer extended support for implementation, and you can book a call with me, Lauren, hi, to learn more. I'm going to link all of that in the show notes, and I'll link also to the page where we have more on our 90-day planning process. But guys, 90-day planning is so crucial. It's I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's like our pinned post on Instagram. You can see where we have the 90-day planning quote that I love to use, which is... <laughs> what you do right now sets you up for 90 days from now. If you are ever in your business, like, I don't know why, like, business is so slow. Like, think back to 90 days ago. What were you doing? Was 90 days ago, when you're listening to this, a Christmas time? And did you take, did you take most of the month off or were you going ham in client work? Everything really pays off in 90 days. And the reason for that is because your customers and that customer journey come into play here. They need time before they make an investment with you. So really be thinking about that next time you go to plan your marketing. And if you want us to just plan it for you, hit a girl up. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of She's Busy AF. I hope you took something away with it, away from it. And if you did, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. That'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Share it with your friends, share it with your biz besties, you know, all of the above. And we'll see you on the next episode.